mom's listening. <laughs> well, yeah, well, that's a good start. All right, we just started recording. Um, <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the Above the Fog podcast. It is January 15th, 2023. It's a Sunday evening, about 9, 10 p.m. I have Tim Crone, my brother here. Hmm? And no. we're just admitting Tim DiCarlo, the esteemed, the renowned professional dietitian and New York marathoner, Tim DiCarlo. Um, wow. And, uh, and, 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 and Tim Crone, father of two, rebuilding his kitchen. Uh, and, and also uh, CIM runner. I don't know. The quad dipsy runner. Yes, yes, I ran that. That's about, it. That's <laughs> he, about he, all we can state com- about that. He uh, completed that those distances. All right. <laughs> Try to be serious for a second. So we have uh, everybody that's listening probably has had a goal in mind for something in their life. If you haven't, you're either really young or I, I, I don't know. Uh <laughs> doesn't have to be running it can be anything right so if uh if you're ocd like me um and you're a runner you have to plan for these things like way out and the older you get it seems like the more planning you have to do and uh there's a lot of planning involved so what i've noticed going back like 10 12 years is a lot of these ultra guys i know and and john Bertan is one of them he can't join us tonight but they start talking November, December about their plans for the following year. And they're like scheduling stuff and planning it all out. And uh, part of it's really exciting. And then part of it is 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 scary and dangerous because it's like, uh, for me, I don't want to plan everything so much that it's like, well, there's, well, I got everything planned. There's no spontaneity in in anything if it's all planned out like a year or six months out so like uh i told myself i'm not gonna over plan and then of course i over planned so already i'm three marathons in probably four marathons in for 2023 uh that wasn't my plan at all i was like okay i want to do chicago that was uh on my list and then well, Boston was there, so okay, I'll do Boston. And there's a third one there. Uh, help me out, Tim. What was the third one? <laughs> mm, Annie was saying something. Oh, oh, the third one is the 50K, way too cool 50K. And then that's in March. So, uh, and then the fourth one could be May 6th, which is 100K, which I've never done. Or it could be like in August, it could be a Sonoma 100K. Neither of those I'm, in, I'm registered for. Um, the Miwok 100K is a uh, uh, waiting list, wait list. And Sonoma opened up on January 1st, but I didn't even try because I was, I don't want to do a Sonoma 100K. It's going to be like 100 degrees and that would just be miserable. <laughs> so, so if I get into Miwok, that's okay, but I'm not going to do the Sonoma. So there's there's all these races on my calendar, and then I'm thinking, 
okay, well, I probably need some like planning for this. I can't just do it all. So I started looking out, um, looking out, looking at all of the training options. And um, if so anyone's do listening, a, do you set a goal? Do you look at goals first before you look at training options? Or you start oh, yeah. Browsing? Thanks, Tim. You're right. So first, don't set too many goals. Advice I don't follow, but that's, I think, what we should try to do, right? Because then it, it just overschedules your year and family life and everything. So I have at least three goals or at least three races. And then the next question is, for me, prioritizing the races. So, okay, I'm going to do uh, three marathons. Say you're going to do three 5Ks, right? What What is the most important of those? What's the least or least least important? What's like second? So you can't say they're all equal. That's I don't think that's reasonable. Um, at least if you're trying to perform well in all of them. If you're just trying to complete them, that's different. But if you're trying to perform well, so. So then I, I, and I got this from Greg McMillan, who's a, a coach through Training Peaks. Basically, you, you say A, B, C. What's your A race, B race, C race? Tim DeCarlo, you there? I'm on mute, Tim. Um, <laughs> I see a thumbs up with Tim. Okay, so uh, I have my races. I've prioritized them, but I'm not really sure. I've made my 50K my A goal. And part of that is cheating because it's an early race in the year. And if I do well in that, then I could um, kind of sit back and not have to do anything else. Uh, so my A is actually Miwok, or excuse me, um, way too cool. Then B would be... Boston, and then C would be Chicago. Because who, who cares about Chicago? Nobody likes Chicago. All right. So um, made those uh, totally random choices, totally random priorities for no particular reason at all. <laughs> so then, it's then be I'm some like, reason. well, okay. The 50K sounds like it's something I would really enjoy because thank you, Tim. Yeah. The 50 K is a trail race. It's cold. And uh, I like cold and I think I like mud and uh, looks, looks like it's the right kind of tempo for me. Um, but sounds, sounds like a lot of fun. And then Boston, I'm like, okay, I got a 303 at Boston. Got to break three. So that one's way up there. I mean, there's got no, to be a lot of context for your goals, though, too, right? You've got, you you want to do, um, you know, your loftier goals is you want to get to all the majors, right? And, like, and, and then you fit your the smaller races throughout the year, or the, the minor races throughout the year to kind of attain those major goals, the long-term goals that aren't, you know, you're doing like <clears throat> your one-year goals versus maybe, do you, do you have like five-year goals or something like that? Or 
Yeah, I have I have to do all the majors. Um and I've sort of resigned to do all the majors however I can do them. I want to do do all the majors by time. That's, that's probably yeah. But like Berlin is like 245 and I had this wishful thinking, oh, I could do a 245 and get into Berlin by time. <laughs> no way. <laughs> no way. So uh if I actually Ber, Berlin Tokyo seems like the most amazing marathon to do like cultural food um here japan is just really neat so i'd love to do tokyo berlin sounds cool too sounds fast but i think tokyo is at the top of my majors for and then chicago it's like why even have chicago it's a it's the armpit of the united states (laughs) nobody cares about chicago (laughs) um I sound like such a snob, Never but uh, <laughs> no comment. <laughs> it's where people get stuck in the winter and have to spend the night <laughs> there the at travel. the airport. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yep. It also has a great homicide rate. Uh, they uh, they kill a lot of people there. Um, people in Sheboygan and Muncie love Chicago because <laughs> <laughs> so, they've never gone anywhere. Yeah. So, you know, there are people that, <laughs> yep. that that's their Berlin, their Tokyo. And Eskimos like ice and snow. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Tim's right. So, bigger, bigger question, I think everyone asks themselves. You know, the new year rolls around and it's like, what are my goals? Uh, athletically. You know, diet, eh, uh, work, uh, camping is all. It's usually one of my goals is like I want to get outdoors more with the kids. That's like a goal I have. Um, I want to do like more camping outdoors. Um, so yeah, you set these goals, then you try to prioritize the goals, and then the whole reason for this podcast is talking about the training options out there for runners, and. I think there's really two big groups. There's the young people that don't have kids that are like 20, 30 somethings. Tim's in his 30s. Tim Crone. Uh, but he has kids. And then there's like the older folks and like they have to manage things and figure stuff out. Um, so I looked at a bunch of options and like they're all pretty good. Uh, but it's really what, what fits with you know how competitive are you like that's a good question to ask like i think a lot of people that enjoy running are not that competitive really i think the super competitive people kind of burn out um so like on the ultra side there's this guy ian Sharman, and he was in he was on a podcast uh which one was he he was on some podcast i was listening to and he's like a western states hundred guy He's done, I want to say he's done like 100 ultras. Uh, he's like a 240 marathoner. He's like exactly my age. He's like maybe 43, 44. Um, he has a group of like four people. And pretty, it's all ultra focused. Um, I want to say it's like 200 bucks a month. And then there's like a $200 like initiation kind of get to know you fee. I think that's reasonable for like personal coaching, but uh, 
Yeah, that was too expensive for me. <laughs> um, and the only reason I checked him out is because he was talking to somebody. I think I think it was Marathon Training Academy. I, th- I think it was. I, mm. I don't remember. Or Mary, maybe it was Mario Fraioli's uh, uh, podcast. Um, and then speaking of, there's Marathon Training Academy, which is which is a really interesting one because it's like Trevor and Angie, and they're just like two married folks. Angie's a uh, a nurse. a nurse, right? Yeah. Yeah, and Tre- and Trevor's kind of like the media guy, but he's not he's not competitive at all. He's just a easygoing, friendly yeah. guy. I listened. To, yeah, I used to listen to them all the time. Back uh, a number of years ago, they're still going strong, doing their thing. Andy, they're huge. Have you heard, have you yeah, they've them? had oh, like, okay. I listened to the. They have like 10 million view or listens. Wow. And they've they've interviewed like like she goes to Boston and she's like on the stage with like all the you know Flanagan or like I don't know wow. some some you know she's Meb like on is on. A, the she's st- like on a panel. <laughs> yeah, she's like on the panel because like that's cool. I, they I, have like I thousands know. of runners uh, that that are under their you know. Um, training thing yeah yeah that's awesome yeah i got a lot i used to get inspired a lot from their their podcast and make me want to run because yeah they they're awesome when you're like deep in your training you know sometimes you just need you're kind of breathing you running all the time so anything to supplement can help you get motivated to get up to to run the next day because i was i was thinking about um you know, you talked about goals and they say like, oh, yeah, if you want to like obtain your goals, you need to, you know, write it down in the morning every day or whatever, or like <laughs> do affirmations about your goal. And I was like, well, if you're if you're running and you have a running goal, well, you got to you have to get up. And you have to run for an hour every day <laughs> to obtain your goal. So I don't know. I just I think running goals are they're tough. You know, it's not as it's not easy to just to think about it you got to do some serious work <laughs> they're so tough oh my gosh because i i have oh. only i've only <laughs> fallen short of all of my my um my training programs and my my running goals you know ultimate running goals it just kind of always haven't never really got that like a great you know where i had a race where i had a, a clear goal a time goal and I've never hit it <laughs> and I've had, I've had a couple and I've never, I've never gotten it. So I don't know. And I, you know, I've, and I've done like, I've done like 10 marathons now. So enough tries, but haven't, um, you know, the only ones I really, you know, could say I hit my goal was the ones I had no goal and I just wanted to complete the thing. That's about it. Yeah. It, <laughs> it's, it's not enough to just have desire uh and it's not enough to plan i think you need you need the community you do you kind of need like the neighbor or somebody the group that you meet up with even like my thing was like once a week which really was great because like once a week i see people um twice a week would probably be better but like Oh, solo to do to do all the training for a marathon all of the things you have to do and to plan it and to do it all solo like i you would i think most 
almost everyone, Tim, is going to say, this is not for me. This is exhausting. Why am I doing this? And throw it in. Like, and then, and then there's injury, too. Like, that's not even with injury. It's just exhausting to, to not, not have a uh, community. All right, so I'll just go through my list, and then we'll uh, – I don't know. Right, we can just talk about it as we go through it. So Ian Sharman was like too much, too expensive, and I'm not that serious of an ultra runner that I'm going to spend like 200 bucks a month. Although that's really not that much money uh, in the bigger picture. Um, if I was in like a 100k, I think I I would sign, I might sign up with them, but I'm not in 100k right now. Uh, and then shout out to Chad Kadoff if he's listening, who told me about Runners Connect. It's a big network similar to Training Peaks. So Runners Connect, uh, it's pretty app-focused, right? It's like you sign up, and then you can do plans, and then you can do different scales of coaching. So like, oh, okay, I'm going to do a half marathon. I think Tim's doing a half marathon, so that's why I said that. And then uh, you have... Okay, 10-week half marathon plan, and there's like, you know, beginner, intermediate, advanced, and then you, if you wanted to have someone you can talk to, like by email, you can do that, and then if you wanted to talk to somebody like one-on-one, like once a week, you can do that too, but those are like different levels. So the first level is like the plan that you choose based on what your goal is, and then the second one is like, um, you know, advice on the plan, and then there's like more a person to person. I, I I'm probably saying that all wrong, but it seems like that's a lot. That's this is also how Training Peaks is too. You you have a you have the base, which is only like forty bucks or something, and then like it's yearly. It's I'm probably totally messing this up. It's probably like a hundred dollars a year, forty bucks for the plan, so not that much. Uh, have you guys ever checked out Runners Connect? Or Runner Connect? I hadn't heard of it. All right. I haven't heard of it. Um, it's a, yeah, it's pretty big. They have a couple, like tens of thousands of people doing it. Is it a place also, I mean, when you say Runners Connect, it almost sounds like a social thing. Is it also like a, hey, I want somebody to run with on Tuesdays. Anybody? No, I didn't get that. I didn't no. really get that. Yeah, I think the runner, I think the community, the runner uh, club is sort of outside the training plan. Um, they should kind of combine, but they're not really combined. I don't, I don't think it would be really difficult. Um, and then there's probably like privacy things, right? You know, maybe somebody doesn't want their, I I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah. So Marathon Training Academy, there's, there's huge podcasts. I think they're like the most popular marathon training podcast. And I think they have the best name. Because if you search marathon training on podcasts, they probably show up and they have millions of listeners. Uh, and then they have like a team of coaches. I want to say like a dozen or 10 coaches, not sure. Uh, and they're like, I think they're about like doing a marathon. They're not so much about like doing a marathon for really, you know, fast times. But I, I could be wrong there too. Uh, again, that's, that's, two, that's 200 bucks a month. 
there's there's probably a small group subgroup for Syria. I'm guessing. I don't know if you're familiar, more familiar, but if they're that big, I would think they'd have a subculture within them of competitive runners. Yeah, there is a coach there that's like, a, I think he's like a 250 guy. That's pretty fast. Um, so, yeah, they, they have, I think most of the people, they're about like experiencing, you know, destination races and like getting out there. And it's actually really healthy. You know, I think I think Angie and Trevor have a really good um, long term perspective on the marathon. Not like, OK, we got to. <laughs> We got to crush our times, no matter how yeah. old we are. <laughs> Which there is one here that that is kind of like that. Uh, so oh yeah, that's the next one. So we got Ken Rideout, the most oh. intense person. Um, so so Google Ken Rideout and like Google um, oh, what what is the podcast? So Ken Rideout, he's like fifty something. He is the fastest, fastest. I think that's senior. Or they call it senior, or uh, yeah, um, in like the the world, pretty much. He's like a two thirty two marathoner. No fifty, I think he's fifty two. I'm not sure. Nobody is as fast as he is, but the guy is like a just so focused. I mean, you could just tell he's like so dedicated to his training. Like without fail, he runs ten miles every day, at least. Like hard. <laughs> I just what a boss. <laughs> I just when I looked at that website, I just got this uh, impression of like I don't know the the German soccer team stereotype of the late eighties nineties. Kick the ball in the goal now, you know, just like that seems to be what I got <laughs> towards, towards his right. running approach. Oh, yes. Jeff. <laughs> you will be a champion, whether you like it or not. All right, all right. So, so for those listening, is, I just pulled up like, the like the, the website. It's like the boot camp. So, marathoner. so first of yeah. all, the guy, the guy is he's he's very outgoing and he speaks really well. I should say he sounds like a very intelligent guy. He was interviewing with Mario Fraioli, who's like, um, I listen I listen to Mario all the time. He's like. A, really good coach he coaches like olympians and stuff sorry mario you sound a little snobby sometimes with with like the elite runners but that's okay mario's a good guy he lives in nevada so so ken ken was doing boston and i was it boston or new york i think he was talking about new york the not 2022 this is 2021 and uh yeah he has a long story about it but um he just sounds so hardcore. I mean, even looking, I mean, I don't know much about web design, but even looking at the picture, for those of you that are going to listen and obviously aren't here, it's intimidating when you log on to his website. He's standing there like the Cobra Kai sensei, and it's just got all these big, bold colors, flashy uh you know, there's a flash of light behind him to accent they, they, his muscles, and it's just like uh, I could see, I I could actually see the web designer designing the site, and he had like probably a really clean look, mm-hmm. and then I could see Ken 
with the face in this website, like like over his shoulder, like, mm-hmm. no, we're going to do it mm-hmm. <laughs> with green, and we're going to do it yeah. bold. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, Missile Command from the early 80s. Uh. <laughs> so so they're like, they're, and the, the problem, oh, wow. yeah, so here's the pricing. It, it, they just yeah. jump right into it, which is like, okay. <laughs> They they don't they don't they don't try yeah. to massage you into it at all, and they're not like, oh hey Andy Crone, uh yeah we'd like to get you started. Uh, first we're going to get to know you, and then we're going to you know start a plan customized to you. They're like no 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 we're not doing that. You're going to do the spring program. It starts February thirteenth, and it's twelve hundred bucks or <laughs> like <laughs> annual program three thousand dollars. You're going to pay that every quarter. You're gonna, you're gonna, it you're gonna do like, that. That's, I love that. Actually, I love that. Are you a champion or not? That's respectable. Yeah. Are you gonna sign up? Everybody that's not into this will just immediately turn away when they see that. But if you're down, and then like, <laughs> but but there's like a there's a huge benefit to this, right? It is okay. It's like basically putting everything out there, and then you're committed, right? I can spend ninety dollars. I, I I don't know what everyone's you know money situation is. Most people can spend ninety dollars, and a couple weeks down the road doesn't work out. It's like whatever, ninety bucks. <laughs> but if you're gonna drop three thousand dollars, yeah, <laughs> you're you're probably unless you're really injured, you're probably not gonna just give up. So they they want <laughs> commitment, and 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 they do you know the guy. The guy knows how to do it. He's he's old and running really fast. And Mario is a really great coach. Uh, the only thing I have that's a problem with this is my goals are throughout the year. I don't plan on running hard all year long. And I don't know. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, they also don't have much of a track record. I know. I know Ken has the credentials. Mario has the credentials, but this this program is like brand new. The rideoutstrong.com. Um, I want to see him succeed. If if there was a sh- less expensive option, I might try it, but not for like as long as they're proposing. Not um, me. I, I I logged onto that website and I said, "Oh, I'm in the wrong place." <laughs> <laughs> So, so and that was way want... before I saw the pricing. That was way before I saw the pricing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it's pretty hardcore, and and he's like all marathons. The guy's like marathoner, marathoner. So, um, and then the one I actually landed on was, um, let's see, I've done, I've done all these. Actually, there's another topic before I get into the one I landed on. Um, there was cross training and making that an objective for the year or kind of a goal. And then I had, um, I just basically drew a circle around my work and there's a orange theory near my work. So I signed up for that, um, which is basically a lot of moms, which is fine. But um, yeah, so I'm doing orange theory once a week on Wednesdays. I've only done one so far. Um, that's actually pretty interesting, and I think pretty smart because they get you to do things like you don't normally. Like I wouldn't do them on my own. 
like a bunch of planks or like weights and like balancing stuff like on a platform like basically core stuff that's like not really fun i like to run so the the orange in orange theory is their orange zone which for me is like 140 to 160 um so the idea is they get you into that zone and then they cross train you so you go from treadmill to row to like weights like dumbbells to like a bunch of other stuff but it's um it's good cross training so Um, interesting thing about cross training uh i mean many experts will tell you but i saw something on my garmin recently you know the training load i don't know if you guys have a garmin but it tells you weekly how much work you're doing and it tells you are you in a good zone to improve or not and Mm -hmm. recently i've been getting even when i am doing more miles i'm getting a little note at the bottom saying but my training load's not as high as it used to be and it's saying i need to do different types of activities not just more running i need to do different things if i want to improve so even my little device which is telling me that so yeah i tripped the trees yesterday that counts yeah. That counts. <laughs> I bent over probably about four thousand times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I, yeah, I, yeah, I raked the, leaves for two hours. My, yeah, that constitutes my cross training. Yeah. Is is heavy duty chores? Mm-hmm. Now, now here's a question I have about cross training, though. I mean, like you were saying earlier in the show about something like uh, young thirty year olds about kids or jobs. Um, how in yeah, this show is think- not for them. <laughs> but how intense do you think you have to do cross training to improve your running? I mean, like, have you looked into anything like what people say is the right mix, or yeah, ah, just add some more stuff in? Like, what? That's what's a tough your... question. I've never, I've never done that, so I'm sure it's great. It's beneficial if you can be um, uh, disciplined about your cross, you know your cross training but it's so um it doesn't help if it's random yeah i think mm-hmm. if it's uh once a week or every other week yeah. it has to be like um intentional and probably f- pretty frequent i imagine probably you probably want to cross train like like every third or fourth day or something like that if you like yeah and you can do it i think you can just supplement if you do it right i think you just supplement your running with it and it'd be really beneficial so yeah. so the plan I'm on now, because we'll just jump into that, because mm-hmm. it kind of answers what you just asked, is, yeah, how do you do the cross-training? And so I'm using a Training Peaks, which is the app. Mm-hmm. I'm using the app. I think the app is 80 bucks a year. And then within the app, you pay for plans. And the plan was 40 bucks, So I'm out like 120 bucks total for like all my training for like for, for the 50K. All right, a little cheaper than Ken Rida. So, <laughs> uh, the cross training he has, yeah, is is like every third or fourth day, like Tim said, and then he has he calls it prehab, and then he gives you videos, and it's like here's the ten exercises you need to do in twenty to thirty minutes. That's how long it should take you, and he's like very specific. He's like, okay, here's how you properly do a side plank. 
you know, okay, here's how you do a front plank. Okay, now here's how you do this. I forget the names. He had he had he had like ten different exercises, and he's like, and and there's a video. You log onto the video. It's like password protected, and he's like showing you proper form for the thing. And but it, and and at first I was like, oh, this is great, <laughs> but I'm already like, eh, I don't want to do that. <laughs> you know what? Actually, I did do I did do cross training when I was in really good shape in Long Beach. I did um, before children. Before, before children. children. <laughs> yes. And I, well, that's when I did, I had like a 260 day running streak or something like that. Something absurd. Awesome. Um, I did a P90X. I did that once a week. Oh, that 90... jacked my back up. I tried I that. Did, I yeah. did P90X once a week and I did just various, uh, I think I, you know, it was like the lower, easier level. And man, that made me strong. Like because I knew I was getting better because the ex- the workouts were getting easier. So I don't know, and I and I'm sure that contributed to my you know my my core strength, my running, you know, uh, ability. So my yeah my my response to not doing the um um prehab was to have someone do it for me which is basically the orange theory because orange theory is oh. going to tell me you need to do this it's a human being like andy get over there and lift that andy no you need to lift the 10 pound weight not the four that's, pound weight i think that's <laughs> you, you mentioned all these expensive training plans and stuff like that and i think the um, human element somebody just telling you somebody to talk to too you know, mm-hmm. somebody you can talk to they don't have to tell you exactly what to do oh yeah somebody tell me to run talk. i'm like yeah make <laughs> <you> run. <laughs> but somebody you could talk to about your training and it, it's regular right i think that's probably the um the difference maker for a training plan i think um, yeah that's like a weak I've, spot for me yeah yeah like on the cross training i'm like i don't want to do it i would be curious i would like to do um if i ever get in good enough shape to do a training plan with like you andy and just do it side by side with the same exact um race and we have the same workouts and then we could like i don't know it'd be fun to bounce off how brutal this run or that run because it's so it's so private you know all of your your training stuff yeah i'm daily struggles so so let me so i am how far? Let me share the screen here. Let's get into, because because you you two are probably one of the few people that even might care a little bit. Okay, we're logging into Training Peaks right now. I'm launching the app, and I believe I started this no cliche here on the first of the year. Hours uh, the calendar. All right, so let's go. There we go. Now I actually started it on December 30th. Okay. So basically the way this whole thing works for anyone listening, you have the app, which is very, very specific about about what you need to do. And then you overlay the plan onto um, this calendar. And my watch syncs up workouts to the calendar. Do you guys see that? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Yeah, sort of sideways, but yeah. So I um here I, I took a shortcut because it was um 
it was like I want to say December 29th, and I was like, oh, I better start thinking about March for the 50k. And the only plan I could really find that was 50k specific, that was like kind of my level, which was intermediate, is this Greg Greg McMillan plan. And then I was like, oh, this is a 16 week plan, and there's like only 10 weeks left. So I just cut the first six weeks off of it. <laughs> so so what you see here, I've followed it pretty well. The red means I didn't do a very good job. The orange means no. But then you see green. That means I followed it very well. I followed it almost exactly what they wanted. So like now, now we're looking at January 2nd, which is a Monday, to January 8th. And... Okay, Monday, 50 to 60 minute easy run. Okay, Tuesday the third, cross train 30 to 40 minutes. Um, but by but it's anybody listening knows it's been raining like this entire month. So yeah. like all of this stuff has been done with um, basically trying to figure out how to do it outside. So there's been some absolutely miserable runs. I want to show you. This run on this was last week, the seventh. They they prescribed in the plan a 16 to 20 mile long run, which is crazy long, um, especially so far out. I think that's way too much for me. Uh, so I did 11 miles in pouring rain. The whole t- the whole workout was pouring rain. It was freezing. It was awful. Um, that was a really tough run. Um, <laughs> So, but like, it's so easy to write a plan, but then the, like life yeah. and like everything throws. So that was, that was my Saturday on the seventh. Um, and then actually they gave me a green, they gave me green for yesterday. I, even though I didn't do it, I did 16 miles, which was hard as hell. Uh, but they wanted me to do 18 to 20 miles. Um, and actually next week I don't I plan to do like maybe 17 or 18 on my long. And then today I got a recovery day, so I'm totally totally good. But I'm not even I'm really trying. I'm like yeah. really trying and I'm not hitting I'm maybe hitting half of the workouts. Even Can I, <laughs> can I ask a question? Yeah. Now you had said training peaks I mean because you had mentioned I plan doing half marathons and and, and diet comes with that and everything and all that. Uh, okay, so I'm, I'm trying to backtrack from my thoughts. Together. So you said ride out seemed to be just marathon training. That's it. You're going to do a marathon. I, I, don't, I don't know, Tim, because I, um, I, I didn't. He, he doesn't give you enough information on his website. Yeah. But he, he is a marathon guy. But the Marathon Training Academy, they are specifically geared for when we want to get you in a marathon. Is Training Peaks really the only one you've seen which gives you a variety of goals. Oh no, no, no. So I think runners connect and training mm-hmm. peaks are mm-hmm. basically the same thing. And I think okay. runner runner connect is a little less technical from what I got on their website, like a little less spe- like it's more I don't think you can sync your watch to runners connect. I could be wrong, but training peaks I finish a workout, I hit save, and then like within, you know, 10 seconds, it's like here on the calendar. So I can see, okay, cool. I did I did that, you know, here's Wednesday the 11th, 
And um, what did it connect to? What what device do you have? So I have a Koros. The, the, mm-hmm. By the way, the best kind of running watch you can own, not a Garmin. Um, you you can own either of either though. If I had a Garmin, <laughs> if I had yeah. a Garmin, would if you, connect? Yes, yes. The Garmin would. It doesn't matter. I'm just kidding. Yeah, the Garmin yeah. and the Koros would would sync just the same way. Um, I did some. What did I do? Uh, did some biking on the on the. Um, like spinning mm-hmm. and it, yeah there it is so like see thursday see there's 57 yeah. minutes um that's a lot of time that yeah. wasn't yeah i was i was really replacing this steady state six to eight mile run mm-hmm. with biking uh they didn't really see that see if you see the 12th there because yeah. i was i was just trying to get the the what they were asking for for the time so mm-hmm. yeah but it, it it still syncs up even though okay so so this would you say this training speed yeah sorry the training peaks is it pretty user friendly um i'm looking at stuff seeing like p 12539 p 139 css do you have to learn the jargon but if you do learn the jargon is it pretty so it's your total yeah <laughs> I think if you looked at this every day, I mean, you, really you would just, pretty quickly understand it. It's a training program, and it looks like they just they drop in your your watch data, right on like on on top of it. Yeah, and then they mm-hmm. add they add like here's the strength stuff that I don't do because I'm lazy, but like there's the strength that that's like Monday and then Wednesday. Here, there's like me, some drills. Yep. Let me show you what I can. You see my. Um, yeah, sure. Ice cream. Uh, name that Christmas song, the emoji oh, yeah. version. Yes, that's right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so important. Does everybody have a drink or a beverage? I have water. All right. All right. Can you see my desktop? So this is um, this was the plan that I did in 2016 for my my Did you re- did you make this plan? Yeah, I made this. So there was a template. Okay. Um. <laughs> that I found a long time ago. And basically I've evolved the template to like basically uh, suit my needs as a, as a training plan. But okay, so let's, let's look at a week. Uh, this, this has your miles. Yeah, so, so I have the, so there's like pacing, the, there's the CR, the IN, the AB, what's, the what's CRTP. CR? So if you go over here, they give you a, a pacing. Oh, slow, okay. That's so almost the same thing I was showing you, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, this is um, this is what I was doing in 2016, and this is what I actually gave to Sarah for her first. I, I wrote one of these for um, her half marathon. It's pretty easy to write one of these things, and I mean, it's really e- as Andy said, it's really easy to write a plan. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, you. It's hard to eat... stick to the plan because oh, it it's you, like you're you're you... wiped out and it's Friday, and it's like tomorrow you need to run 18 miles hard. Oh. You're brainstorming, right? You're brainstorming this brilliant <laughs> plan, and you're like, oh, yeah, and you're just filling in these numbers, like, oh, yeah, five, six. Oh, yeah, here, I'll do 10, and here's 15. Yeah. And then look, take a oh, rest yeah, day. I, yeah, I need to do it really far. Let's go, like, 22 on this day. <laughs> and then, like, look at this Look at this week, 5, 8, 9, 9, 4, 22, wait, 5. Wait, I, I have to throw some real life into this. Okay, <laughs> yeah. it was dumping rain yesterday. It was pouring. 
But I was like, I'm not doing 11 miles because that's what I did last week. I got to do more. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go far. And Tim DiCarlo sends me a text. I did, and I'm serious. I, he's like, I did 90 minutes. I was like, oh, Tim did 90 minutes. I got to, I got to do more than Tim. So it's like pouring. It's like dark thunderstorm clouds. And I'm starting my, my run looking up and it's like black sky, like in the middle of the day. And I'm running out on these bluffs, like out. <laughs> I, have a, I have a photo of like a, a ship that wrecked at the middle of my run, which is hilarious. <laughs> and I'm running back and there's thunder. And I'm like in the open bluffs out by Hamilton. I don't know. I was I was really scared. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Here, here. I'm gonna send this to you. This is hilarious. This is the very middle of my run. Is a shipwreck, a literal shipwreck, because I was like, wow, there's there's a lot of meaning there. Okay, I'll just keep running. <laughs> Yeah, the life good, getting in the way is uh good stuff, man. So so here here you go. I'm sending this to both of you guys. This is this is eight and a half miles into my run with with like a storm. And then I'm like, here, I just texted that to you. And then I was like running back along the bluffs with like thunder in the distance. <laughs> this it was actually really scary. Sorry, sorry, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> the weather is huge, because some of the even the shortest runs that you do that you do on those extremely harsh days. I remember, you you know you you have to wake up at you know four thirty or five in the morning to get your run in, and it's like only five miles, and it's like you know next to freezing outside. Those runs are a lot more miserable than the ones that are twenty, you know, twenty miles in nice weather. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. The if if you have a another person that can not even be there, but just be like doing it with you, like you were talking about doing the same workout, Tim. I think that's a really good idea. Like if we could pick a a plan and do it together. Mm-hmm. But like if if I knew, okay, on Wednesdays at 5 a.m. Tim Crone is also doing the same miserable workout. <laughs> it would give me a little bit more push than me waking up at 4:55 a.m. and doing it, uh, which I wouldn't. I I did that. What what day was that? I woke up. Actually, that was Saturday. I woke up at 6 a.m. I was supposed to do my, which would have been a better run at 6, but I didn't want to get up at 6. So I didn't get my run in until the afternoon when the thunderstorms were coming in. <laughs> yeah, so this one's yeah. this is my so, 2015 uh, quad. You can see, I, I for, you crushed you, that quad, bro. I did a you, good, I did a pretty decent yeah, quad there. Yeah, you killed me on that one. So, so three things about your run, uh, Andy. One, uh, I'm humbled that I motivated you to uh, bigger and greater things. Two. I was on a treadmill. I didn't have to face any thunder, any lightning, anything. Was there any shipwrecks? <laughs> three. 
it, the the run I did, the the trainer was uh, I have an iFit platform where they are doing the run and you are seeing beautiful things. It was in Portugal and he was talking <laughs> about ships crashing against the. So I feel like. As you were saying about doing the same workout, we totally didn't do the same workout, but there was a ship theme, which is kind of bizarre. Hmm. But I had thought you meant you felt like a shipwreck. I didn't know you meant there was an actual ship wrecked. <laughs> that was a. Uh... <laughs> but yeah, uh, anyways, yeah, life I think is, you're right. life is stranger than fiction, right? Yeah, misery loves company. I. Uh... <laughs> Uh, I do feel like I'm doing everything by myself, and so it's easy to say because I'm not letting anybody down but myself if I decide not to do a workout or decide not to eat healthy or decide to, as you said, not do the prehab. It's, oh, it's easy oh. to let yourself down, though. So, yeah, so it, it's really easy because you're the, you're the only person you're disappointing. Yeah. Um, so, Tim, yeah, we were talking about uh, – so I had a bunch of – words i wrote down so plan coaching community desire and then like diet yeah um, oh yeah but i'm gonna i'm gonna for personal experience mm -hmm. the I only know. reason i was able to break three hours a long time mm -hmm. ago yeah 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 broke three hours mm -hmm. like um was diet yeah it wasn't it wasn't training Oh yeah, it, like I I think if I was really young, like under thirty, I think I could have just trained into that time. But as you get older, everybody knows metabolisms, everything changes. You can't eat crap yeah. and run fifty miles a week and then expect you know good results. So, so I I did I did hire a, a this is like a couple years ago I hired somebody for like six months I want to say. And really helped me recognize all the crap I was eating. Yeah. So, uh, Tim Crone, other Tim, uh, you may not know, but uh, before we were doing the New York Marathon, uh, your brother was like texting me every night, what are you eating? Send me a picture, you know? <laughs> and of course, I wouldn't. And after a while, uh, <laughs> no rewards. <laughs> you know, I, that was I'd my saying, slogan. Yeah. I said, and no rewards. Him, I, and I'd be sending him text pictures back. Is this a reward? It's an ice cream sundae. It's a six pack of beer, you know. But you'd run like so, five miles, and yeah. you'd be like, "Yeah, time for a time for five beers." Yeah. So, <laughs> so here's, I mean, here's something I I tried to explain to you, Andrew, that uh, in, in teaching it's called chunking, and I have a feeling some of these training apps aren't good at chunking. You can really only what, what is chunking? Explain chunking. Okay. You can't really say, here, do everything and do it perfectly. The, mm -hmm. the human mind, will, body is not capable of saying, I've done no training. I've done no diet. I've done no cross conditioning. I've done no flexibility. I've, I've done no discipline or planning, but now I have to do it all perfectly. And one of the things I saw when I looked at that ride out thing is you're going to come in day one and you better do everything with these perfectly. Which, you know, that's not me. Get, get, so, get online. Get on the yeah. footprints. Yeah. Yeah. So chunking <laughs> is take one aspect and try to improve in one area. And then once you have, I don't, I don't want to say conquered that, but 
built a base, then you can move on to another area. And that's kind of what I had decided I needed to do for the New York Marathon, because I, there's no way my brain could wrap around and try to do all the things that I've been doing wrong the whole time, suddenly perfect and right. That was a difficult marathon. Yeah. That was so hard. Yeah. Now, I am pretty sure if I was 50 pounds less, I probably would have done a little bit better. But, yeah, the day still sucked. But I had to make a decision in the training. I was coming back from injury. I already was very slow. And I said, I just need to build myself a base in the running again. And it's going to suck. I knew it going into this run. It was going to suck. But... Once I finished it, I said to myself, okay, now I have a base in the cardio running conditioning. Not a great base, but a base. But now I can move on to the diet. So this leads back to the apps. Do any of the apps have like diets or would you just go outside to a uh, a full-on dietitian? Like what are your thoughts that, there? That's a great point. And I think all of these things kind of orbit – and they don't necessarily touch each other unless you have a dedicated coach. What I mean by that is like you have the plan, right? The plan mm-hmm. doesn't care about anything. The plan is just a calendar. Yeah. Right. And then and then you have like you trying to execute the plan. But like, yeah, I, I you're right. There's 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 no connection there on the diet. Like mm-hmm. I I I almost didn't see anything on the diet which is really important you have to i guess they're just assuming you're probably a normal totally normal bmi mm-hmm. totally normal person um except marathon training academy i think they would take somebody anybody and be like yeah you can do it we, we can figure out how you're going to complete a marathon they're not going and they're not going to say this isn't for you Right. Because, yeah. like, yeah, I'm going to do a six and a half hour marathon. And, uh, you know, like they're not going to say, well, we, we don't really do those yeah. types of people. And they're saying, like, do you have your checkbook or credit card ready? Yeah. <laughs> so, I, but I, mean, I think I think they're separate things, though. They, they really are like you go to the gym and you lift weights. Right. Which mm-hmm. is like uh, muscular, like you, yeah. you're pumping iron. Then you get you, you, you do like cardio. That's mm. different thing. And then diet. Nobody at the gym is telling you as you leave, you know, this is your diet uh, tonight. This is what you mm. should eat for dinner. But like, clearly they're connected, like for your mm. overall health. Yeah. But but like it just like as a society and as as like in general, they're not really connected at all. Like it's like. Okay, you should just do those things outside of the exercise, which isn't really fair. I don't know. I don't know. But but to be able to be competitive, and when I say competitive, it's different for me than it is for you guys. You guys are like, can I break three hours? That's competitive for you. For me, it would be like, well, now that I've set my baseline, can I get down to about four hours and 30 minutes? What can I do to make myself be able to get you should you should hire you should hire a dietitian yes. to get you yeah. lower if you listen to that person. The key is listen, just like anything else. <laughs> yeah. I, I I thought I expressed to you that I was only trying to do one thing, 
And uh, but now it's like now I'm ready. Once I've got, like I said, I feel like a base, not a great base, but a base in the cardio. And it's not as intimidating for me to look at the training schedule and go, I have to do a 10K today. It's, oh, mm-hmm. 10K today, you know. Now it's like, okay, the next step, obviously, which probably should have been the first step, but I did it in reverse. The next step is diet. How do I make my 10K as easy for me as possible instead of, you know. So none of you, I mean, I understand what you're saying. Go get a dietitian, go talk to an expert, have them. But none of these apps you looked at have anything geared towards that um, they, they all oh, just i didn't i people. didn't dig down enough mm-hmm. but not that there's like thousands of listeners or anything there's like 10 <laughs> but like i didn't dig down into any of them enough but i didn't see that on runners connect i didn't see that on training peaks uh definitely didn't uh, maybe marathon training academy but i i mean i would it's good to be specific, right? And like yeah. if the specific problem is weight, then go at it as specific as you can without yeah. like some somebody saying eat right, just 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 don't eat that garbage. Don't drink beer too. <laughs> which is basically what I've been telling you, which doesn't it's not really helpful. Sorry. I'm drinking yeah. beer right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, my mom just sent me a uh, article today about even little amounts of algo. So, so yeah, I, I I already know, but that's surprising because wait, not it's surprising that beer isn't healthy. Not, it's surprising they don't have anything because they have to assume, especially like Marathon Training Academy, if they've got millions of people following them. Oh, that- Marathon Training Academy partners with MetPro. MetPro, which is who I hired. Okay. Was so so. So Angie and Trevor, mm-hmm. who they must be loaded by now, they have a partnership advertising with MetPro. MetPro, and they're, okay, so let's go into them. They're like $400 a month. Mm-hmm. They give you a dietitian that, it's it's very simple, right? It's like It's like a lot of things. They start with, okay, what are you eating? For like a week. They call it like a, a clean week or something. I don't remember. And then everything needs to be documented. Everything. If you don't take that seriously, then like what's the point of spending 400 bucks? And then after that week, they're like, okay, well, here's this, 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 and this. And then like you tell them like, what's your activity level? And then based on your activity level, well, this is how much. And they're macronutrients. I think it's like carbs uh fats what are the, there's like three of them i don't know proteins so protein fats carbs yeah 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 so they they do those three they give you the the breakdown and it's like it's like a huge eye opener because it's like mm-hmm. oh wait i was thinking like this is calories right calories mm-hmm. in calories out but like yeah it's like some things are so obvious like okay 2,000 calories of donuts is not the same as 2,000 calories of, like, vegetables and fruits and rice and, like, you know, brown rice and, like, all the healthy things, right? If I eat 2,000 calories of donuts, if anyone does, they're going to feel like crap. 
no matter what. And that's your donut, your, your calories for the day. And I think you've seen like the, um, or has anyone heard the McDonald's thing where the guy lived on McDonald's for like oh, a yeah. month or Yeah. I just told a kid about this today. Supersize me. Yeah. 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 You can live, mm-hmm. but you're not, you're not performing or doing anything enjoyable because your, yeah. your body's like processing that garbage. So, so yeah, it's, it's, it was really about, it was, it was so simple. It's like whole foods and like, yeah, here's your calories. And they gave me tons of calories because I was burning tons. They gave me like 3000 a day, but it couldn't be just garbage. It had to be like good stuff. But then I, I after that was over, I just threw that out back to drinking <laughs> beer. No, no, I'm actually, I'm only after years, I'm only two pounds heavier than like I was like when I left. Her name was Jessie at MetPro. And yeah, she was pretty cool. She was good, good guide. I just listened to her. It's pretty simple. <laughs> so yeah, 400 bucks a month. And it, yeah. I think that's just enough. I think they've, they've figured it all out. It's just enough where you're like, okay, I better listen to the person. Or if it's like 100, you're like, ah, maybe I don't need to listen to this person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just 100 bucks. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but... So, okay, so there's a little bit of a partnership. Okay. And, and that was a little, a huge partnership, I think. Because oh, okay. actually Angie, well, Angie like totally advocates for them because she's like, I, I reached my, 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 and actually I did this before Angie because I've been listening to them for so long. Angie was always trying to do like BQ and get her times lower. I got my sub three before and then she was advertising the met pro thing and i and i got and she was like 318 and she did like a downhill marathon in hawaii which which i don't know eh, okay downhill marathon hawaii <laughs> <laughs> she got a 318 good for her she got her that's bq hard, that's harder on your quads that, that's uh <laughs> it it does it sounds awful <laughs> um but yeah that was and and it, and it made a big difference in her running it was the diet it was the diet because i mean she's like the marathon training academy coach head coach you think she would know about the training but it wasn't until she got into the diet and it was really telling that really helped her take go to the next level oh anyone could be a coach i can get in a golf cart get in a cattle prod and go run poke run so i don't know who's listening to this or who might listen to this but like my my gripe with them is like i don't think she works at an intensity or like hard like i think some people might but that sounds like a total snob thing to say and i don't know that so but i think there's also different uh that goes back to what i said about different levels of competitiveness i mean you guys are like literally trying to find what's that edge to get myself under three hours. But there are some people that are just like, what can I do to get past 20 miles and uh, actually finish this dang thing? You know? No, you're, you're, you're right. I am competitive, but I'm only competitive with myself. I, I really try, like, I really try to, to stick to that. Like, uh, there's always somebody faster than you. And, you know, you don't need to be <laughs> faster than anybody. 
it's just yourself. Oh, yeah. I think we all are. We're all competitive against ourselves. I don't think you can go to a marathon that has 50,000 runners and be upset when somebody beats you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Who are those people in New York? Yeah. Unless you're doing <laughs> something like Meb or uh, Kipchoge, you can't really be mad when somebody beats Kipcho- you. <laughs> Kipchoge's doing Boston. <laughs> wow. So are you going to see yeah. him? Or? <laughs> yeah, we're going to hang out. <laughs> Drink some beers before the race. <laughs> Maybe after, maybe after. Grab a burrito. <laughs> so he's like, how do I put this? He's, he's like, ascended, he's ascended running because uh, I showed a clip to the kids in my class. Uh, I don't remember why I did it. If I had to do anything with my running or I just thought it was a cool clip, but it's him running in Berlin. And there were kids, nothing to do with running, in, in Central Valley of California. And they're like, oh, yeah, this is the guy. Oh, this is in Germany. Like, they knew, some kids knew what was going the on. The Brandenburg Gate. Isn't that a yeah. sweet finish? Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, I, I have to do, I have to fi- figure out how many um, Kipchogis I weigh. Uh, <laughs> 175, 20. Yeah. You, you could carry that guy on your back and, and be about the same as me. Oh, wrong math. There we go. Okay, I am 1.59 Kipchogis. <laughs> Kipchoge weighs 110 pounds. Okay. Wow. That's, okay. Tim, what do you weigh now? Oh, 190. Tim Crone. 190, bro? Yeah. Oh, man, you need to get some MetPro. <laughs> I do. You are 1.72 Kipchogis. <laughs> Yeah, Tim DiCarlo. Oh, you don't have to tell me. That's okay. I am more than 1.72 Kipchoge's. <laughs> You're about okay. I'll, I'll I'll put an estimate in here. Be generous. You're about. Four. You're a little. You're about two Kipchoge's. <laughs> about. I like that word. About. Uh, about. About. No, that that that's. That's not even fair. The guy's like, you weigh 110 pounds, and. You're just legs. Uh, it's not that hard. Not that I would, hard. I would love to go. I'm sorry. Sure, I'm I would sure love to go is. to MetPro. I signed up for MetPro, and they asked me like like what my goal is. I would like to lose about 0.35 Kipchogis, and if they know what I'm talking about, I'm in the right place. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 46 pounds. Got it. <laughs> Good. Uh, it's, I, I, I think it's much better than kilograms because, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, you can be like two Kipchogis. You can be within, you know, 10% of a Kipchoge and it's no big deal. But like you're, <laughs> you're 10 pounds heavier. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. It's getting late. Yep. Anybody want to talk about anything else? Uh, any? Uh, oh, oh, hold on, hold on. I, I, I should have asked this at the very beginning. So, Tim Crone, what are your goals in 2023 as far as running goes? With asking the question, I want to point out that Tim Crone has a newborn daughter. Who's is she in bed right now? Yeah, uh, yeah, she's sleeping. And, and he has a two-year-old, so he has two two daughters. 
a two-year-old and a how old's Annie? Six months? Three months. Three months. So that that context is important. So okay, I'll let you go. <laughs> I wanted. I was gonna. I wanted to run every day this year. <laughs> that was my my goal on paper. I was like, oh, I gotta run every day, and then. I got to day like four or five, and I was like, "Dang, it's really it's cold out, and I'm really tired." <laughs> so I decided to sleep. But yeah, I but I have I've 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 only skipped like two or three days. I'm trying to stick to it. That that's it. I don't have any races. So or any... so when do you get it done? Is it like before work, or how can you how can you do it? You have like really um, big busy schedule. Yeah, I I try to eat, wake up early, or I run <laughs> late at night. <laughs> That's it. So I wake you gotta, up. You got to get night. your spin bike up, bro. So you have something where you can just knock out like 20 minutes, 30 minutes in the garage. Yeah, the garage is occupied with cabinet. You can <laughs> set up the bike. I know you can yeah. set up the bike in there. I know um, I can. I just need do it. Set up the bike tomorrow. You you have tomorrow off, right? Yeah, I do. Then you then you, as long as you have a place to go where it's like, okay, I gotta get twenty five minutes and you can do it. Okay, maybe I'll do that. That's it. Those are the those are my, that was my goal that I've already fallen short of. So so you don't have any races goal? No race goals? No. No races. Any uh, I wanted your goal? to run. I wanted yeah. to run mountains to beach again, but I'm, I was soured on that after last year. Oh well, they they burned everybody in that. Yeah. So that's it. Oh no, I'm gonna do um a Spartan race in November. <laughs> Wait, weren't you doing away. that in 2022? Yeah, but I had a baby. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's bring her down. along. Huh? Bring bring the kid along. <laughs> uh, I think November. I don't know. We got to look at that again. Sarah's saying Sarah's going. Ah, maybe we can't do this part race. <laughs> um, yeah, end of November doesn't work apparently. So I got to make sure. Anyway, <laughs> can Sarah hear me while I'm talking? No, she can't. You need to put her in line. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Tim's like, yeah, that's not happening. That's not happening. (laughs) Mr. DiCarlo, what are your your goals and aspirations for the uh, for this new year? So it's actually interesting. I had originally wanted a goal of completing three marathons, but as you mentioned, I'm doing a half marathon. I signed up in Modesto for the marathon, and I'm realizing it just beats up my body because of what we've been talking about, the weight. And so my goals, one, lose 40 pounds. If I lose 40 pounds, Whoa. If I lose 40 pounds I'll sign up for a marathon, and I'll go do a marathon. But... Uh, I want to do three or four half marathons, Modesto, Fresno, um, and then I want to put two others in somewhere. Uh, It's also weird. I I have a mileage goal. I want to do over a thousand miles, um, 
but just just running just training not like i think i told you in text you know i sometimes would add my miles of oh i'm walking over to the store i'm gonna go count that in but just i count that in yeah but i want to do it just to say i don't know it it may seem like just a milestone only important to me but it would be cool to hit a thousand miles also another goal is to just start running slower because especially with my weight we always want to go faster and i'm always trying to go faster and what happens when i try to go faster is i get injured and that happened to me this year so I want to just fight the temptation and be able to force myself to go slow. Um, stick to the heart rates, which are telling me what is the right pace versus I want to go faster because I'm embarrassed. I'm not going faster, you know? Um, yeah. I think we had a lot of conversation about your heart rate. Yeah. I, I don't remember when, but yeah, you were like, is this normal? And it was like really high. Um, no, it wasn't normal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I I like... I really like the person personal goal and not the ex, like outside goal. Like, I'm yeah. going gonna, gonna to go here, I'm going to go here, I'm going to go here, I'm going to do this. And, uh, yeah, I, th- I think it's, it's more introspective to have a personal goal than it is to have all these outside goals like to visit places and go places which i've probably overdone myself um no yeah, that sounds really sounds good tim <laughs> yeah i'm i'm totally spoiled i i feel i feel so lucky that i can do any of those um people do that like once in their lifetime they do boston it's like great and i'm like oh i'm going again yeah that's cool <laughs> i will tell you like uh, uh, one plug for my my treadmill the ifit platform is they have trainers go everywhere and the other day uh somebody was Aren't they trying about- to upsell you though do, do they try to upsell you because like we talked about all these other things like like diet mm. uh talking nope. to somebody motivating like all, they don't, don't they try to upsell no, you they don't on have the- any of that stuff they don't have any of that stuff it's really weird but somebody was talking about how they went on a cruise in europe and they saw this beautiful city of dubrovnik and i go oh i've been there and i was like i've never been <laughs> there but but I've run throughout the city of Dubrovnik. So when she's talking about this castle and these walls and I'm sitting there going, oh, I've been on jogs at, at that castle. <laughs> and she's looking at me like, what are you talking about? I had to backtrack and explain it. So that is one good thing about the. Where, where is the Dubrovnik? Where is uh, Yugoslavia? Sounds cool. Where? So, so that's like on the, the screen as you're running? Yeah, yeah Croatia. So, so it's people that are running. It's not just like pictures of the place. It's people that are running, and they're it's actually you. it's actually footage of running through the the area. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So so I gotta oh, do this on Andy Stone. Yeah, yeah. I got cool. the best run in the entire world, yeah. and I yeah. and I get to do it every every week. Yeah, yeah. It would be like <laughs> it would be like honestly, if you had somebody go on the run with you and film you as you're running mm. and you're telling people about all the finer points of this run and it's built into your treadmill. Yeah. And, and, and the how history big is of the screen? Place. Or is Wait, it a huh? VR helmet? 
Tim, no, Tim no, no, DiCarlo. No, no. Oh, now, now to it, our sponsor, Tim DiCarlo. <laughs> what, what is the treadmill you're using? I don't know. It's a Nordic track, but it's called uh, iFit. iFit. It's, I mean, I would say they're trying to be directly competitive with Peloton. They do have studio stuff, but most of their stuff is... Uh, and then they have live events where they try to get you to wake up Wait, at 4 Let's morning back up like back. nine months. Didn't yeah. you try to order a treadmill and they wouldn't deliver it? And then you were like, forget you. I'm just going to get this treadmill. What, yeah, what was the treadmill you tried to get and what was the treadmill you did get? Oh, no. I canceled the treadmill and then they called me. And so it was, it was an like, order track? Yeah, it was the delivery company. They, they, you know, they're using third party of third parties to the power of seven or whatever, you know. And they're like, okay, uh, we will get another delivery service. I was like, okay, because I do want this thing, right? But once I got it, it's, um, so yeah, how I mean, big I mean is the screen. Yeah, you were asking me about that. It's, I guess I could just look this up, but it's probably the size of a good uh, laptop computer screen. Um, okay. Or maybe a small laptop. I, I think have... Tim. Yeah. Maybe you should get one, man. You shouldn't be running yeah. in the pitch black at night in your neighborhood. <laughs> but uh, but but it's also awesome because like I've done the Boston Marathon and Andrew was like, "What does that mean?" It's like I've run with three different people as they are doing the Boston Marathon, and they break it up into segments. I'm sure if I was really industrious and feeling good. I could do three or four segments, maybe even try to crank them all out in one day. But they take the Boston Marathon, and you've you've got you can change the speed of what they're doing. You can run their pace; they've got set for you. They're not only they're not only telling you, "Hey, we're at the Boston Marathon. This is so awesome." They always tell you the story of the marathon. I always get to hear about how the Queen moved the line back so that she could see her her kids could see the London Marathon finish. And I always get to hear the story of that lady who jumped on in. And you know, because they're 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 almost telling you the history as if you don't know anything. But there's some trainers that go all around the world, and they're teaching you so much history about the places they go. They're teaching you sometimes the language, simple terms in their language. Like as I was talking about in the town of Dubrovnik, I learned like that was one of the places where the uh, Bosnia Herzegovina war was like the center. And like, you know, the guy would stop and go, look at these marks. It looks like water damage or something. Maybe a lot of rain. These are bullet shots, you know? So it's, it makes running on a treadmill way more fun. And so, Andrew, the other day I texted you and said, oh, man, these treadmills at the gym. That's why it was such a different experience. Oh, that's what you're talking about. Yeah, it's because like, I, I was kind of like, you have a treadmill in your garage. Yeah. What's, what's the big deal? Yeah. Because my treadmill in the garage, I'm getting a cultural lesson. I'm getting history. I'm getting mm. training tips. I'm getting... You know, somebody telling me, you can do an awesome job, even when I'm not doing an awesome job. But the treadmill at the uh, gym, it's like, go. Okay, that's too fast. Maybe I should go slower. No one's telling me to go slower. Too slow, you know. Uh, the gym treadmills are yeah. pretty janky. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I went to a gym treadmill a couple weeks ago. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they, 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 don't, they don't, they just don't work very well. Yeah. 
So uh, I don't know if you I don't know if you wanted to end with a product plug, but uh, yeah, the, the iFit treadmill platform, yeah, it's it's worth it to get that. <laughs> well, actually, possibly this year we have a beer sponsor because um, there is a runner who works at a brewery, uh, uh, Matt Bodessa. Hey, Matt, if you're listening, <laughs> probably not. Uh, We're about an hour and a half in. Nobody's listening. <laughs> no, nobody's listening. Absolutely not. Hi, Mom, if you're listening. <laughs> lo- love you. Um, yeah, Matt, Matt Bodessa, he gets like free six-packs uh, at his job. So that's considered a sponsorship. We might have a free six-pack later on this year. <laughs> possibly. All, all going to Andy's house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where it's you had be, just told us park. beer is not good for you, but uh, <laughs> you're excited about this. Carbs are good. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, right, I was so, yeah, like, cool. it's 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 so hard. It's like okay, January fifteenth, and we've been talking for like an hour and a half. But I'm like, this is really hard to do. Is make a goal. Plan the goal, follow that that path you have, and then and then and then do it. It's like, yeah, and then and then that's like the whole coach. Oh, you need a coach, yeah. right? <laughs> uh, the coach is just listening to you and prodding you, and like the coaches are for young people. Yeah, I mean to be real, to be real, like yeah, you can have a coach when you're older and like to do to achieve things, but like. Most of the time, I mean, how many coaches are there for like 40 somethings or like, it sounds awful, but like, yeah, coaches are not necessarily, and I, and I, I've been watching some football and stuff. It's like, I I think our, our heads are wrapped around, yeah, coaches are for young people, but they're not just for young people. They're for everybody. Uh, I think we do need the coaches when we can't do stuff. They can offer you some pointers, encouragement. Uh, let me think. Uh, uh, when you're feeling down, they can maybe say, like, do you realize how far you've come? And make you go, oh, I'm not a waste of space. But, I mean, honestly, I think once you get into your late 30s, early 40s, you kind of already have a decent idea. You can pick up some pointers. It's just a matter of are you doing it or not. Uh, and being honest with yourself about it (laughs) i i think community is actually more important than coaching like if you if if i had five people my age that were all focused on the same thing that would be so much more than a single coach like in my opinion like but i don't i mean that's like really hard to find much easier to find the younger you are because like when you're young it's like i think there's a lot more people doing similar things just just hard yeah but uh i think i i like tim's idea i think i like to i would like to do a plan maybe this year where we follow the same plan yeah um i'm happy to show you what i've been doing on training peaks or it could be another app. It doesn't have to be that one. Yeah, I'd be happy to do it, doing a watered-down version of what you guys are doing. But 
Oh, gotta, the, the other jump. thing with training. Oh, sorry, Tim. Go, Go ahead. Oh, Go ahead. it changes based on your fitness level. So like when I when I told them what my mile pace was for one hour, mm-hmm. it was insane what they wanted me to do. Okay, <laughs> insane. Like they wanted me to just like be running like an elite Olympian or something. I'm not. I'm not that. I can. I can do that one hour thing like every like six months, and it's like okay, I'm done. I could do that. They want that like in their computation, so I put that in like six thirty for one hour, which is fast. Okay, but then I really did not like what they gave me for the workouts, mm-hmm. so I put in like six fifty. <laughs> Oh, that was, that was going to be my question. Did that 20 seconds, like, did, can you play with it and be like, I can yeah. run 8.15. I can run so I put in the 6.50, and they're still giving me workouts that are like, oh, man, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm getting, I'm like 80% of that because it's like, I don't want to, I'm not going to do 20 miles right now. No, that's like, that's, that's they're like, no, no, you're a 630 runner. We know it. You already put it in. You're not fooling us. <laughs> And I could hear like some coach, some some elite guys like, oh yeah, well, he just needs to put it in. He just needs to do it. Can't write out. Yeah. <laughs> needs to stop being a TP. <laughs> That's an acronym. I can't repeat. Yeah, we can't I'll, put I'll, it on. I'll, te- I'll text. I'll text you that, Tim. <laughs> it's a total something. <laughs> It's kind of like OPP, except TP. Totally perfect. Totally. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, long podcast. Hope mom's yeah. not listening. <laughs> My mom doesn't know how to use a computer, so I got that going. Right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop recording. All right. <laughs>